everybody, and welcome to the Quick Fix Podcast. I'm Forrest Hammond II, and here you'll get proven information to increase success and improve in every area, including finance, leadership, and relationships. Better information equals better thinking, and that guarantees better results. You just have to change what's going into your brain. Now it's time to get your quick fix. This is the Quick Fix Podcast. Quick Fix! Well, hello again. Fancy meeting you here. Yeah, so I guess to start out, um, I remember as a kid, my dad got fired from his job as a road worker for theft. And um, I refused to believe he could do such thing. But when I got home, the signs were all there. Thank you for indulging me. So what I want to talk about at first is I want to go back over what we talked about last time and deciding what kind of leader you want to be and uh, talked about picking an attribute to be a better leader, taking initiative at work and picking the job that you want that you can have influence and going for that, doing an act of service a day or taking an opportunity with your kids to teach them. And to have full transparency, I think is one of the best ways that I can influence all of you. And, you know, I don't have everything figured out. I'm, I'm on the journey just like you are. But I like to share things that I learn that have helped improve things and make it easier for me to make those steps. And so one of the things that I decided was I want to pick an attribute to be a better leader. The one that I chose is charity, meaning um, pure love and trying to love people that way, despite what they do. I heard a quote that said, uh, um, Hiram Smith said, charity is the ability to separate a man from the things that he does. And I think that's an essence of a leader is being able to look at somebody despite what they've done in their past, what they're doing now, and help them to achieve what they want out of life. And really separating them from whatever, you know, whatever things that they've done that to have wronged somebody or even, I think, wronged you and looking past that. So hopefully you've taken the time to look at those different options and done it. If not, go do it. You know, I want to talk a little bit about success. And one of the the quotes that I really like is by John Foster Dulles or Doles, uh, he was a secretary of state at one time, said the measure of success is not whether you have a tough problem to deal with, but whether it's the same problem you had last year. I think it's a good quote to look at where you're at today compared to last year. And if you are still dealing with the same problem, well, that's the definition of insanity. Do something different and pick a different problem. There's so many that you have that you can work on. Why stick stick with the same one? Uh, And then this one I really like by George W. Romney, a measurement of success is whether you are doing the best you can. It is not a question of judging yourself as compared to somebody else, but a question of judging yourself against your own potential. I don't ever think it's a good idea to judge ourselves, especially comparing ourselves to others. I think we we all have such a uniqueness about us and in everything we do, we are unique and the solutions to whatever we have are unique. So it's not a one size fit all. And I I got really discouraged often in my life 
I still do sometimes when, you know, comparing yourself to others is never healthy, but sometimes it looks like it's, it's easier for somebody or, you know, what they're doing, you've tried it and it doesn't work for you. But I think we're all such different people and solutions for us are much different depending on where we're at in life or, you know, what skills we have around that thing we're trying to do. Even I look at fitness as one thing and there's touted as these one size fit all solutions. This is the only way to get six pack abs. Like that's neat. Uh, but everybody's different and you know, everybody's six pack doesn't look the same or, um, you know, everybody's arms aren't going to tone out the same It's it's genetics. It's, um, you know, what works for your body and it's not necessarily going to be, everybody's going to use the, uh, I don't, you know, the roller wheel to get abs and that's going to work for them. Maybe their, uh, solution is jogging every morning and for them that works for their fitness plan. And I think one size fits all is not really a recipe for success, especially when we're comparing to ourselves to others, because we're just different. So I know I said there's not a one size fits all, but it's kind of like chocolate chip cookies. Sometimes there are just better recipes out there. And my wife has found the best recipe. It wasn't originally ours, but it's unbelievable. Maybe I'll share that on the, on the page, uh, just to give you all a slice of heaven. Chocolate chip cookies are the best, but I think there are things that if each of us apply, like these quick fixes that we talk about every week, they can bring you success when applied. Now it may be a different, um, brand of what I recommend. So, you know, like in a recipe, you may like, um, the, uh, milk chocolate chips, or you might like the semi-sweet chocolate chips, but either way, it's going to make a delicious chocolate chip cookie and you just tailor it a little bit to you. But the important thing is, is following that recipe to lead to success. And that's just the elements in the right um, configuration to get that. And this is just a, a, a broad general idea of what success can be applied to any area of in your life. And so, of course, we're going to apply this to your thinking because that's what we do here. So here we go. The first thing to have success, don't judge me too harshly, but the first thing you need to learn how to do is to lie. In order to be successful, you need to lie. Okay, now what does this mean? Forrest, you're crazy. Yeah, I know, but hear me out. I'm telling you that you should lie to other people and lie to yourself to be successful. Okay, let me explain. You should lie to yourself and tell yourself things like, I am a positive person, especially if you're not. You should lie and say, I believe in myself, even if you don't. You have to change your thinking in order to get the results you want. So to fix that thinking, you have to go in the opposite direction. If you've been telling yourself for 20 years that you're not good at writing or I can't public speak or there's no way that I can make more money than I do now. You need to begin by lying to yourself and telling you a better story. 
tell yourself the right story, the one that you want, and build that within your subconscious and conscious mind to where you begin to believe it, and then you act into it. You act as if. So, I mean, it sounds a little radical. Uh, Obviously, you're not going to be lying to people, but when you do talk to others, making sure that you are being positive at all times, because falling into that old negative habit can be very easy. So you're going to lie. And sometimes I'm just going to be honest. I don't feel like saying good morning when I didn't enjoy what I did for work. I was rebelling against the day. Like I didn't want to be there and I didn't want the day to be um, filled with what I had to do and I didn't like So I would refuse to say good morning. And when um, others, people, what other people ask me how I'm doing, I would want to just say good, but I had to start lying and say, I'm great. And eventually I started to feel great, even though at first I didn't feel that. Does that make sense? So yes, you are lying at first, but then you begin to actually feel those things because you speak it into existence. So number one, to be successful, lie. So number two, to be successful, cheat. Now hold on, moms and dads out there. Don't turn this off. Your kids are hearing it. I promise you'll be pleased. It's okay. Uh, Just keep listening. It's still a kid-friendly show. But what do I mean by cheat? So we always talk about You know, if you're in school and you see the answers in someone's paper or, you know, you're watching them do a math problem and you see how they work it out and then you go do the same thing, that's cheating. Well, in the normal world, that's called mentorship or apprenticeship or a trade school. You're you're learning those skills and how to do things and you're cheating, quote unquote, the system by learning it from somebody that already has the answers. And so you're, you're getting the answers to the test and then you're performing those things in order to take the test. And really, if you look at it, if you look at like mentorship in a trade school, you're literally, literally giving someone the tools that they need to be successful in such a better way. We're in this test culture that has so much negativity surrounding it that a student feels bad. I know I did because, you know, you got so many wrong. Well, then they see that as, oh, you failed. You got an F. You're a failure. Then failure has a negative connotation. And then they don't want to try later in life because they might fail. But we should look on it as a really good thing. That's what I'm trying to build that with my girls. And it's very hard because they don't want to fail. My five-year-old just refuses to try and ride a bike because she doesn't want to fail. So she stays on the bike that has no pedals and she just, you know, uses her feet and (laughs) flies across the ground with this little bike, even though she could jump on a pedal bike and do it after two or three tries. So we should cheat, get the answers for people who already know better than us, who have already been there. We've talked about this in pretty much all the podcasts, but if you find somebody that already knows what they're doing, get the answers, cheat off of their test. And then you're able to do that same thing. Well, then you're going to have those successful attempts a lot quicker. It's just like coaching in sports, because typically those coaches have played the game themselves and they can give you those answers. Number three, if you haven't already guessed it, the third secret to success is to steal. 
you're going to be a thief. You're going to be stealing it all. Steal your success. So how do you do that? Well, it kind of goes to cheating. You're going to cheat off of people who have that success. Particularly, I think the most effective way to cheat and steal is to look at people that have gone before us, like Benjamin Franklin, Abraham Lincoln, our forefathers, founding fathers, brilliant minds of the past who have given us knowledge in books, and they left it there for us. But unfortunately, most people don't read. That's a generalization. I'm sorry. Let's try again. Unfortunately, reading isn't as urgent as a ringing cell phone. So we're not uncovering these nuggets, these gems of knowledge that we could have otherwise. Now, in today's day and age, a lot of times it's called plagiarism. And that goes back to cheating, but you're, you can steal those things. Now, obviously give people the credit where credit is due. But if you're using them for personal growth and to become better, you can put a lot of things together from different people and different voices and make new parts of yourself. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you if you looked at me and we had a lengthy conversation, you'd probably see that a lot of the ideas and the things that I've come up with and who I am as a person is a compilation, a a puzzle of different pieces that all began as other people's thinking. Now, I have my own personality, my own spin on things, my own thinking. I've taken ideas and progressed, taken other ones and digressed with them and fit them together in, in what works for me and what I've seen be successful in the real world. So once you do lie to yourself, cheat and steal this information, you can apply it to yourself and get brand new ideas to help others. So a good example of this is Albert Einstein studied Pythagoras theorem, the Pythagorean theorem, as we know, the Pythagorean, the Pythagorean theorem, as we know it, that was really hard to say in basic math. He studied people who had studied mathematics, and then he was able to bring about great and new ideas. So there's my recipe for success. Lie, cheat, and steal. <laughs> I'm sure you never thought you would hear that anywhere, um, let alone here. But that's what I got for you. It was fun to come up with. It was fun to really ponder and think about. And, you know, it, it makes sense. Obviously, there's a lot of different ways to build success in your life. But for little changes, this can make a big difference for you. So the quick fix for today, pick one thing that you want to do. Do you want to lie, cheat, or steal? Obviously, within this context, don't go rob a bank and say that I told you to do it. I won't come bail you out. I'm sorry. Talking to you, bro. Uh, so pick one, lie, cheat, or steal. If you're going to lie, obviously pick something that you can do. I would say in the mirror in the morning or when, when you can pick a time, maybe in the mirror, in the rearview mirror of your car before you go into work and tell yourself something that you want yourself to believe in yourself. That was confusing. <laughs> Tell yourself something that you want to be true about yourself. So for instance, I am successful and I will make a sale today. I am a happy person. Say it with a smile on your face. You come up with their ideas. So cheat and steal, 
you know, think of somebody that you'd like to learn from, past or present, and buy a book of theirs. Get a free ebook about them or a, a biography and read something that you can take, you can ponder on and develop an idea for yourself from that. Go get it. You can do this. And remember, only dead fish go with the flow. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Quick Fix podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe and we'll talk to you next time. Quick Fix!